Today's daf is daf Yurches, page 18 in Meseches Beya, and we pick up with the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Yud Zayin Amud Beis, right? Really a, a brand new discussion, um, seemingly for us having no shaykhs to the previous Mishnah, but it's actually a continuation, we'll, we'll explain how. In the last Mishnah, we discussed what happens as far as Hilchah Seder of Tavshilin, when you have a Yom Tif that goes into Shabbos, how you're prepared for Shabbos. Now we're going to discuss what happens when you have Shabbos that goes into Yom Tif. All right, now we know when Shabbos goes into Yom Tif, you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. That's for sure. You're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. So what would be the, the uh, potential um, mahalach over here? What, how would we uh, potentially run into some sort of preparation being done? As far as Tevila is concerned, especially in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, when they were incredibly careful about Tum and Tara, so if they needed vessels or food, the covet yomtif, were they allowed to be tevil themselves, their kalim, on Shabbos in order to be able to fulfill the mitzvah of yomtif? All right, so that's the, um, that's the uh, shaykhis over here. Here we go. Says the Mishnah. Chal Yisach HaShabbos. If yomtif falls out on Sunday, says, you have to be table everything before Shabbos. You can't be table things on Shabbos. We'll see in the Gemara why, what the issue is. Why can't you be table something on Shabbos? But Bisol says, You have, you, um, uh, I'm sorry, Bisol says, That only vessels need to be table before Shabbos, but a person being Matar himself is permitted to do that on Shabbos itself. That you're allowed to do hashaka. Hashaka is kissing waters, all right? Uh, to one water to another water in order to be mitarit. I'll, I'll explain in a moment what that is. As long as in a stone vessel, um, but you're not allowed to be a taival, the water. You could do hashaka to water, you can't be taival water. I'll explain in a moment. Also, you're allowed to. Um, Switch reasons why you're being tayvul. Also, pretty vague statement. And the last one, which is vague, is and from one group to another. So, the Gemara is going to tear this apart. But I just want to explain for a moment as we enter the Gemara what it means to do hashaka to water instead of immersing water. What happens if you have drinking water and all your drinking water became tummy? What do you do? You can't drink the water, we're going to see in the Gemara, right? It might depend on what level of Tumah it is. But let's just say, if you drink this water, you're going to become Tumah. You need water to drink, though. So what should you do? So there's a process that's unique to water, which is all you need to do is, a, is Hashaka. What's Hashaka? You take a stone, you put your Tumah water into a stone vessel and lower the stone vessel into a mikvah have the tippy top of the water in the stone vessel touch the, the waters of the mikvah, and now the whole thing's tahar. Usually, when you want to be matar or something, you need a good complete dip. Over here, as long as a little bit of your tummy water touches the main mikvah, the mikvah water, it's now considered part of the mikvah itself, so to speak. And now when I pull it back out, it's tar. It's no longer tummy. Okay? Very interesting. 
um, halacha of the Mishnah. We're going to get a little bit uh, further into this as we go through the Gemara. Okay, it's basically we're making it a continuation of the mikvah water. I don't get it. If you have water, that's tummy. The tummy water is in a bucket. Is in a stone a stone pail. It's in a stone pail. Okay, a bucket. Yeah, but keep in mind it's stone. You'll see why in the Gemara. And then you dip you dip the, the pail, you lower the pail into the mikvah. Correct. Until the water in the pail touches the waters of the mikvah. And now everything is tahar. The, the stone pail is tahar. The water is tahar. It's called hashaka. It makes the water... Okay, so come to, to where, we're, we're located, where we're at. And the, uh... Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So we, we, we just finished the Mishnah. We're two lines from the bottom of Yud Zayin Amabiz. We're about to start the Gemara. 17b, two lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara, step number one. Beishamai said, you're not allowed to be taival kalim or a person on Shabbos for Yom Tif. Beishol said, you're not allowed to be taival kalim, I agree. But a person is allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos for Yom Tif. Okay. Everybody agrees that you can't be taival kalim on Shabbos. My time, why can't we put kalim into a mikvah on Shabbos? Amar Rabbah. says, Gzeira, we now turn to today's daf. It's a decree. What's a decree? Regular decree we have as why we don't pull Shaifer on Shabbos, why we don't read Megillah on Shabbos, right? We're concerned that we let people be tithed, they're going to carry their, their vessels in a Rishus Harabim to the mikvah. Omele Abai, Sabai says, What if a, uh, put it down there right there, thank you so much. What if a guy's got a bar in his Chatzir, right? He's got something in his Chatzir. What are you going to say? Omar Lay, he said to him, um, Omar Lay. So Rabbi says, Okay, now remember this answer because we're going to ask about five questions on this answer. What is Rabbi saying? Rabbi says, We're going to make a gzera, a decree. You cannot put vessels in a backyard mikvah because we're concerned if we start allowing individuals to use backyard mikvahs. Other people are going to carry to public mikvahs. All right? It's Xavier. And we're going to question for the next while this, this um, approach that they're going to make Xeras whenever there's a concern. So here we go. Says the Gemara. Fine. It makes sense why the Chum say um, why you can't be titled on Shabbos because people might come to carry. But if you don't have Michael and Neymar, what are you going to say about Yontif? Yontif is no problem of carrying in Rishos Harabim. So why did, in the Mishnah, did they make a gzera, um that you can't be titled on Yomtev either? The Gemara says, oh, gzera Yomtev out to Shabbos. Gzeira on Yomtev because of Shabbos. All right. Now, what Rabbah established right now, again, now that we have a full understanding of Rabbah, Rabbah says, you're not allowed to be titled vessels. Why not? Even if it's in your private backyard, why? First of all, if it's your private backyard, there's a concern you may come to carry in a public, to a public area. And secondly, we're also guys are on to Yomtev because, uh, because if we allow it on Yomtev, people might come to do it on Shabbos. All right, says the Gemara like this. Here we go. Let's start challenging our bite. When we guys do make it such decrees, okay? What's not we learned in the mission of a Shabbos, and everyone agrees. 
what was the case of our, our of our Mishnah? You could do hashaka. You could lower the stone, uh, the stone vessel with the water and touch the top of the water to the mikvah. But you can't do it if the if the purpose. Um, uh, you can't do it in a way where you're tivel the tame water in a wood vessel. The isa, but if you're always concerned, oh, gzera, gzera, yeah, why don't we, why don't we say, gzera, shaka, atu, atbala. Let's make a gzera that you're not allowed to uh, lower it in a stone vessel and touch the waters, lest the person come to uh, do it in a, uh, do it in a, a wooden vessel. Says the Gemara of is it logical to make that gzera? If a person has other water to drink, why would he do ashaka at all? It must be there's no other water. Or if he has no other water, he's going to be careful. He'll make sure he become tummy in the first place. Since, since it's so rare for a person to allow their water to become tummy, we never make a gzera on rare circumstances. Eisvei... They asked the challenging question again on Rabba's opinion. What was Rabba's opinion? That you're not allowed to dip in a backyard mikvah on Yom Tif. Gezera, you might come to carry in a public area on a Shabbos. Here we go. Ace, that's a challenging question. You're allowed to draw water from a well in a Tomei bucket. Now, a well could technically be a kosher mikvah. Okay? So, I'm a, you're not allowed to be Taival, right, on Yom Tif. But what if I need water? Can I use a Tomei Zach where my intent is really to draw the water? It happens to also be that as I lower the pail into the water, it's a dipping. It's a mikvah dip. Right? So says the Brisa, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. Vudar. The bucket becomes tar. You're not allowed to go dip a, ba- a bucket in a mikvah, but if you're lowering the bucket, to take out water on Yom Tif and pump the buckets also. Memela going to be retired. That's okay. The Isa, if it's true, why don't we make a Gzera? Why are we allowing it? Let's make a Gzera. You can't do it in a secondary way lest the person come to do it in a primary way. You do it in a way where you intended for it to go to the Mikvah. Says Gemara Shadi Hasam. That case is different as well. Since it's only mutter for him by taking out the water, Zakharhu he's going to remember. In other words, he's, he, he kind of has a hacker. He has a shimer. He has something protecting and, and it's reminding him, hey, the reason why you were allowed to dip this bucket into the bar on Yom Tif is because you're drawing water. But any other vessel where you're not drawing water, he'll remember that he's not allowed to dip it in the mikvah and therefore there's no need for the xerah. Okay. Eisvei, that's another challenging question on Rabba. A kli that's that's taught me before Yomtiv. You're not allowed to put into the mikvah on Yomtiv. Okay, be Yomtiv. But let's say it became tame on Yomtiv itself. Anything that becomes tame on Yomtiv, you can put it into the mikvah on Yomtiv. So it became tame that day. I vimisa for sure that we make zeras that we want to protect. Nigzardi yomtiv, atu de erev yomtiv. We should make a zera that you know that it dips something in the mikvah on yomtiv because of erev yomtiv. Says the Gemara, tuma the yomtiv mostly shichu. 
for something to become tummy on Yom Tif is very uncommon. Okay, now the reason for this is that there are so many halachas uh, on Yom Tif that need a person to be in a state of purity that whenever Yom Tif came around, people were tar. It was very rare for people to, ha- to allow tummy dika things into their vicinity, particularly around the regalim. Okay? Something that is so rare, the Rabbana don't make of zero. They say that's another challenging question. A vessel becomes tummy through an avatoma. So now, what is this vessel? It's now considered a Rishon Hatum. Okay? It's now called a Rishon Hatum. Now, um, a Rishon Hatum is Tame Midairaisa. If you touch something that's an Avatuma, you now become Tame. But let's say it's a secondary Tuma. It's a Vlad. It became Tame through a Vlad Tuma. Now it's a Durabonan Dikatuma. The Vlad Tuma, then Matvil and I say the Yamta. So if it's from a avatoma, you're not allowed to put it into the mikvah yom. From a vladatoma, you're allowed. And if it's true to make gezeras, we should say you're not allowed to go to the mikvah for a vladatoma the same way because you might come to dip something in the mikvah for an avatoma. According to Rabba, according to your gezeras, that would, there should be a concern. Says the Gemara, no. Vladatoma hechi mishkachesla. How does something become tummy through a vladatoma? Who, who, who cares about that? When's that, a, when's that a real concern? That is only a real concern, Gabi Kaihanim. Okay? Kaihanim need to be concerned about the Vlad Atomas because they need to make sure that they're able to continue working in the base on Bekdash and even not when they have Truma and all those things that need to remain tar. And Kaihanim's reasoning, the Kaihanim have a method. They, they know all the laws, they know the Allah, there's no need to, be, to make additional Xeris. To protect Kahanim. They're very careful, and therefore there's no need to make a gzera on Gans Klai Yisrael when the only concern, anyways, for Kahanim and Kahanim themselves are careful. So we don't need to make a gzera on everybody. Okay, says the Gemara, one second, Tashma. Come and listen. It's interesting. We're asking another question. We don't use the word Esve over here. Okay? But the Gemara is going to try to prove that Rab is incorrect. Tashma, come and listen. name of Rab. Nida she'in la'begadim, a nida who is going to the mikvah. She's tummy right now, but when she comes out of the mikvah, she has to put on tahar clothing, and she doesn't have any tahar clothing to wear. Yeah, right. You ever hear a woman say, "I have nothing to wear"? Yeah, nothing to wear. They've got a closet full of clothing for each season. Yeah, a winter drawer, spring, summer. Yeah? And they look, yeah, the whole closet, nothing to wear. All right? So, nothing to wear. My remes with their bells of Gadel. Says the Gemara, listen to this. Anida, you know what she should do? She doesn't have tar clothing. She should go into the mikvah wearing her tar clothing. This is on Yom Tif. Because on Yom listen, if it's not Yom Tif, you could also just be matar the clothing separately, right? On Yom Tif, though, we said, according to Beis Hillel, a person can be matar and, and a kli can't. So what does she do? If she goes to the mikvah, she, you can't expect her not to wear clothing. And she's going to be tar, so she doesn't want to put on her tummy clothing. So you know what we say? Go into the mikvah with your clothing. Alright? Um, the Misa, but if we're going to make gezeras, why are we allowing her to go to the mikvah with the clothing on? We should make gezeras. If we allow her with the clothing on, maybe people are going to start immersing their clothing uh, separately, which is not allowed. Question on Rabbah. Rabbi says that uh, there's gzeris. 
says, Since she's only going to the mikvah because she's, she's wearing it, Zuhuri, she'll remember that it can't be done. Uh, she'll remember that it can't be done on its own. Bottom line, Rabbi stick it to his guns, which is, which is that the reason why Beishami and Beishilo agree that vessels cannot be put in the mikvah on Yom Tif is because they can't be done on Shabbos. And why can't they be done on Shabbos? Because you might come to carry an Arusha Sarabba. All right? So ultimately, that's the bottom line. According to Rabba, it's Rabba's take. You cannot be toivel a vessel in a mikvah on Yom Tif because you might come to carry on Shabbos. Fine. Now we're going to come with a new approach as to why it's Usr to be toivel king. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Rabbi Yosef says, you know why you're not allowed to be Tevul Kalim on Yom Tif? Is because of Schita. What's Schita? Squeezing. Okay? Squeezing. Vessels is a very inclusive word. A Kli could be a metal pot. A Kli could be a yarmulke. A Kli could be a dress. It could be a suit. Things will immerse, people will immerse things that they need for Yomtev. The Seder, people are going to immerse things they need for Yomtev. They need clothing for Yomtev. We're concerned that if we allow Tvila on Yomtev, you might come to squeeze it out. says, Why do you got to make all vessels, why are all vessels created equal? Why don't we just say, anything that's porous and could be squeezed, you can't be Tevil. But a metal pan should be allowed. What's wrong with being tabled a metal pan? No, because all kalim are the same. All right? They asked all the questions on, uh, on Rabbi Yosef that we asked on Rabbah. Right? Ah, why are you so concerned? And he, and he wiggled out the same way that Rabbah wiggled out. Rabbi Yosef. Another reason why we can't be Tevil Kalim. And that is Gzeira Shema Yishev. We don't want, this is a very important idea for Yom Tif, Okay? And by the way, this is also why we don't shave and take haircuts on Cholamayim. Okay? There's no Avelus. Why can't I shave and take a haircut? Because we don't want people to say, oh, I'm running late for Yom Tif. I'll shave on Cholamayim. And it's going to come to a disgrace of Yom Tif. says, you know why? Anything that became Tameh before Yom Tif, you're not allowed to be titled on Yom Tiv. We don't want people to wait till Yom Tiv and be spending their time um, um, waiting and, and being titled in the mikvah. Okay? Because, guess what? Size for covered Yom Tiv, you're going to end up with tummy things lying around your house. And we don't want tummy things laying around, especially around the Yom Tiv. Okay? So far, we have three important reasons why you can't be Tavu Kalim. Rav Amar Rav says, It looks like Tikkun Kli. Before the hand, when I was Tami, I wasn't allowed to use it for anything Tahar, and now I am. If it's Tikkun Kli, it looks like oh, you're fixing it up, so a person also. Well, Adam Nira can make her. Yeah? No, people take a dip, like, uh, you know, the guy wants to make her means he's, he's cooling off. Alright? Alright, if it's yeah, if it's cool water, Beseder. Mayim Ra, Michael Neymar. 
What about going to a mikvah in dirty water? People don't usually cool themselves off when they're going to come out smelly. Amr Nachman Yisak, Nachman Yisak says, no, pa'amim sha'adam ba'a, we turn to amadez, desarav, v'reichetz, afilu b'mei mishra. No, when somebody's had enough, yeah, he might end up uh, going, you know, stamazai, going to the mikvah in even dirtier waters, and therefore you could still say that a person uh, is allowed to take a dip even in a, even in dirtier waters. Te'inach v'yomai sechama, okay, in the summer, we get it, but in the in the winter when it was not common for people to to uh, go into like a bath right and to completely wash their bodies people are going to know the reason why you're doing this is to get rid of your tumma so it should look like tikkun it should look like fixing it up and why is a person allowed to go to the mikvah people come back from the field covered in tit when you're dirty enough You'll soak your body even in uh, even in dirtier waters. At least it's going to clean you off from the from the tsoya, from the filth and the excrement that's on you. Tainak Shabbos says Gemara. Okay, fine. I get it. I get why Shabbos it's allowed. Yemikipur Michael Amimar. But what about going to the mikvah on Yom Kippur? Apparently, from the Mishnah, we're implying that the same way you're allowed to be metaher yourself on Shabbos and Yom Tif, you could do it on uh, you could do it on Yom Kippur as well. I on Yom Kippur, it should be very clear that you're doing it mitzad toma because no one you're, you're not coming from anywhere. You're not allowed to um, you're not allowed to go to uh, take a bath, and it looks like you're doing an avera. Um, I'm sorry. It, 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 there's either two options: either you're doing an avera, or you're going to the mikvah. People are going to assume you're going to the mikvah. That should be a problem. Tikkun, Marava, no. Once it's permitted on Shabbos, it's permitted for Yom Kippur. Since it's mutter for Shabbos, it's mutter for Yom Kippur as well. Does Rabba agree with Hayel that once something is also for, for once it's mutter for Shabbos, it's mutter for Yom Kippur? Hayel, since you know Shabbos and Yom Shabbos and Yom Kippur go hand in hand. So logic would dictate if it's mutter and Shabbos, mutter Yom Kippur. Says Gemara, is that true? Does Rav agree with that concept? Well, tonight we learned in the Mishnah, Chayshish B'Shenov, a person who has a toothache. You're not allowed to drink uh, vinegar through your teeth. That was some sort, uh, that's what they would do to get rid of the pain. But you could dip food into vinegar and then eat the food. It helps your tooth, it helps your tooth. And we said, one second. You're not allowed to, to drink it and then spit it out because obviously people don't know you're only doing it for medicinal purposes. But it seems you're allowed, to, you're allowed to drink it as long as you swallow it. So you see from here that um, the Mishnah is incorrect, right? The Mishnah had said that um, it's only allowed to dip your food into the vinegar. Here we see that you're allowed to mamish drink the vinegar. Okay, what shaykhis? So let's see. Why is this a problem? Let's keep reading. The Omar Abai. Abai said, I'll tell you the difference in the, the Mishnah and the Bryce. Says Abai, Kitna Nami Masnisin. The Mishnah, which says that you're not allowed to uh, at all drink vinegar, even if you spit it out. That's Migameo Upailatna. That's when only when you spit it out. Virava Omar Barava says, Afilu Tema Migameo Bailea. It's even also when you swallow it. Aye, it looks like. Uh, why is it usher? Maybe you're just drinking vinegar. 
kasha, we'll say there's no contradiction to the b'risa which says you need to dip your food into it. Why not? Kan kaidem tibul, kan la'akar tibul. And the difference is, if you're doing it during the meal or you're doing it after the meal. If you do it during the meal or before the meal, so maybe you're doing it because you like the flavor. But if you're already finished, people aren't going ahead and uh, drinking vinegar once their meal is done and uh, is completed. And if you're doing it, it must be for medicinal purposes, and that's why it's going to be ulcer. That's the conversation concerning vinegar. Now, it says the Gemara, Vim Isa, if Rava holds up Hayil, since, which we said, since it's also, since it's Mutter on Shabbos, Mutter on Kippur, name Hayil, because the people, Shari, Lakar, Tibu, Nami, Shari, why don't we say, since it was permitted before the meal, let it be permitted after the meal as well? Says the Gemara, good question. We have to now back off, and we have to say, Hadar be Rava mehahi. Rava backed off of those halachas, and Itaka says, um, originally, it seemed to imply that there's no hayal, but ultimately, he gave up sack that there is hayal. Says Gemara, no, he backed out of the ruling um, of the vinegar, where he did not allow it. Dilma maybe he backs out of his agreement to hayal. And maybe he holds that you cannot be Taibul and Kippur. It's not possible. We learned in Abraisa. Anybody who's Chayab to be Taibul, if you have to go to the Mikvah, you're obligated, then you can do it in the usual way. He holds your allowed to go to the Mikvah on Tishabav, you're allowed to go Yom Kippur. If he holds your allowed to go Yom Kippur, why are you allowed to go Yom Kippur? Hayil, since it's Mutter on Shabbos, it's Mutter on Kippur. It must be, he agrees with the concept, um, he agrees with the concept of Hayil, and that is what he backed out of. Uh, he, he backed out of the halacha of vinegar, as opposed to backing out of the halacha of mikvah. Period. End of that conversation. Okay, two dots for now, a very short Gemara. This Gemara is going to take us to the top line of tomorrow's dot. And we're going to discuss the halacha. When you have Tomei water, you lower it in, and you only raise it up, right? And, and you just touch the top. Everyone agrees. You're allowed to touch the top of the waters one to the other. But it says you're not allowed to dip it in by itself. You're not allowed to dip the tummy kli by using the water inside of it. Latara beyomtiv to be metaherit on yomtiv. Okay, meaning. You're only allowed to do this thing of touching the top of the water um, when, when um, you're putting it into a stone vessel. You can't do this with any other cleat. Says Gemara, money must decent. Who's the town of our Mishnah? Loy Rebbe of Rabbanu. Doesn't seem like Rebbe or the Rabbanu. The town of the Rabbanu. In Matvila, Nesa Kli, Agav, Meim, Avotare. You're not allowed to put a cleat uh, with its water inside of it to be metaher the cleat with the water. And you're also not allowed, not allowed to put a stone vessel in order to clean them of the tumah dibe rebbe. Now it's not clear from that statement whether it's in, whether there's water inside that's tummy as well. You are allowed to put a klian with water to purify it, and you are permitted to put water in a stone uh, vessel to be metahar, both of them, and let the waters touch money. It's a question of Hashoka. Rebbe does not allow that. No matter what, even in a stone vessel. According to our Mishnah, it has to be in a stone vessel. It's the only time it's allowed. 
but the Rabbonon, um, the Rabbonon say that, um, yeah, the Rabbonon say that even a wooden one is going to be allowed. So they're not our Mishnah either. Says you can even say it's Rebbe, Iba, you say Rabbon, you can say it's Rebbe or the Rabbon. How so? Iba, you say Rebbe, you can say it's the opinion of Rebbe. Rachel, the price of Yomtif, the first part of Rebbe is referring to Yomtif, the Sefer Shabbos, and the end of it is referring to Shabbos. And therefore, what he's saying is that um, you're not allowed to be Taival, the Tomei vessel, on Yomtif. Okay? You're not allowed to do it on Yomtif in a regular Kli that's not stone. Okay? On Yomtif. And this applies to Shabbos as well. The Kula Masnisin and the, the, our, our entire Mishnah, the Yomtiv, is which allows you to touch the top of the water, that is dealing with Hilfus Yomtiv. That's one potential approach. And the last step for today, or you could say it is the Rabbanon, the Kula Masnisin, the Shabbos, and the entire Mishnah is talking about Shabbos. Meaning, only when it comes to Hilfus Shabbos do we make an Afkamina between Tevila in a wooden vessel or the Hashaka of a of a stone vessel. And our Mishnah, if you think of, if you notice, Taka, that's the main Afkameen in our Mishnah. The main Afkameen in our Mishnah is the type of vessel that we are, that we're using. Hence, the Shittas Rabbonon can Taka be the opinion of our Mishnah. We'll hold it here for this evening. Bezran, pick up tomorrow morning, 9.30, with Tafyutes, the second line of the Gemara. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.